friend, you're listening to Life Coach in Your Pocket with me, your certified life coach, Rachel Bailey. Each week, I'll bring you inspiration, motivation, and empowering learnings to help you navigate life's unexpected terrains. I believe that the more we know, the faster we grow. So each week, I'll be teaching high-level coaching concepts that you can apply to your real life. Here's to accomplishing big dreams, believing in your inner champion, and living a life filled with ease and joy. Like all navigational tools in the 21st century, I fit right in your pocket. I'm a life coach in your pocket. Happy listening. Hey friend, welcome back to Life Coach in Your Pocket with me, your certified life coach, Rachel Bailey. First and foremost, happy new year. It is 2021. I mean, how good does that feel to say out loud? 2020 is over. Goodbye. And 2021 is here. It is on the horizon and it is here. So I have to ask, what are your New Year's goals? What are your New Year's resolutions? You know, this really is the time to start taking an inventory of your life and thinking, what did I absolutely love in my life? What are the contexts of life, the areas of life that I'm just thrilled with? And what are the contexts of life or the areas of my life where I'm not so happy? And, you know, I want more for myself than being unhappy with my health or being unhappy with my spiritual walk or being unhappy with my money goals. This really is the time to consider, reflect, and reset. I've seen Facebook posts. I've seen Instagram posts that kind of poke fun at people who start over in the new year. And they're like, new year, same old me, ha ha ha. But here's the thing. Do we need a new calendar to set new goals for ourselves and to make big changes in our life? No, we don't. You're going to hear me talk about making changes in your life every single day, probably every single week on this podcast that you listen. Yet it is leverage. It is opportunity to absolutely press reset, to absolutely set new goals for yourself to achieve new things this year. So let's do it. I'm excited. I'm pumped. I want to know what are your New Year's resolutions? What are your New Year's goals? What are you going to do this year? What are you going to change in your life that you just kind of put up with last year and you said, you know what, line in the sand, done putting up with this. I'm done with things just being okay. I'm not going to settle anymore. I'm going to step up. I'm going to create change and I'm going to love my life. That is what I hope for you. That is what I want for you. Not just today, not just this week, but every week this year. What are you going to do to make this year just absolutely the best year yet? And I always add the word yet because it doesn't stop here. Every year can get better and better and better. Let's do it. So I know you're probably assuming that I'm going to sit here and talk to you about goals and how to set goals and how to keep goals and how to be inspired. And I am going to do a little bit of that. Yet, as I promised last time we spoke, I am going to talk to you about my money story Uh, because there is a lot of lessons I learned in my wealth the last few years and I am excited to share that journey with you 
And I'm going to be honest, I'm a little bit nervous to share that journey with you too, because it is about to get real and raw right now. Stay till the end because I am going to talk to you about goal setting in all of the areas of your life that you want to do. But I thought I'm going to save that for the inspired action work at the end. And I want to start by letting you know that when I did that inspired action step and I did the homework that I'm about to give you, I had a rude awakening. Because when I went and I rated every context of my life, every area of my life, and when I'm saying context of life or area of life, I'm talking about if you imagine your life is a pie graph and there are different triangles inside of this pie graph. And one of those triangles could be your health. One of those is your career or your business. One of those is finances and wealth. One is your relationships with your friends and family. Another one is your love life. Another one is spiritual faith. Another one is just fun and recreation. And these are the contexts of life that make up our life, that make up our everyday life. And when we can segment it out and look at these different sections of our life and rate each area of our life, it becomes very evident which areas of our life where we're thriving in which areas of our life where we are either ignoring or we've got some some issues or we're just not happy with the way that things currently are. So when I did this homework, when I did this exercise, it was a rude awakening for me because I realized that my health was really, really high. I had like a, a nine out of 10. And the only reason why I didn't give myself a 10 at the time when I did this exercise is because I thought, well, you know, I probably can't run two marathons back to back. So I'll give myself a nine. Room for improvement. But that was the only context of life where I had a nine. Every other context of life when I went through were extremely low. Specifically, uh, my career. I was unhappy in my career. We've talked about that. I was unhappy with my spiritual walk at the time. I was struggling to have time with friends and family. So that number was extremely low. And my lowest on the pie chart was my financial health. I gave myself a two for financial health. And we're going to talk about why and and how it got here. Um, So here we go. When I did this exercise, I was a teacher. I was teaching full-time, and I was making okay money, but I was barely making enough money to, like, cover my rent and my basic bills, um, let alone have some breathing room or some flexibility to go to Starbucks or to get my hair done or to get my nails done. Those things were extreme luxuries for me. I mean, I just didn't do it. I was barely making it month to month paycheck to paycheck, paying my necessities. And my husband Alex at that time was not working. So because he was in school, he was getting his master's degree. So he was in school full time and I was working full time. But I felt a lot of stress and pressure to provide for us and to provide financially for us and I had invested in some things I had invested in a network marketing company it wasn't a very big investment it was a pretty small investment and it made sense to me at the time it was bringing in some money yet it became very clear to me at one particular time when I was going to grocery stores and kind of panicking 
when pulling out my debit card? Like, am I going to have enough money to cover my basic groceries? Am I going to have enough money? Is this going to decline? And that, that wasn't a good feeling. It just, I just felt anxious about that a lot. And we were in debt because of the master's program and because of my school loans and because we had a car that we were making payments on every month. And I just felt overwhelmed that I wanted financial freedom in my life. I wanted an entrepreneurial lifestyle in my life. Yet I just didn't know how to get there. And it came to a point where I knew I didn't want to be a teacher anymore. But becoming a life coach was going to be an investment. And it was going to be a massive financial investment. And I was scared to make that financial investment because we weren't doing so well financially. But what I understood at that time in my life, and I'm so thankful that I understood this, is that if I wanted to change my situation, I was going to have to make a change. Duh! That sounds so completely hashtag duh. Yet I cannot tell you the amount of clients that I sit down with and I say, okay, we're going to change your life. And unfortunately, they're not willing to make changes. And if they're not willing to make changes and they're not willing to do the hard things and they're not willing to do the emotional work, their life will remain the same. And I'm very forthcoming with that because I don't want them to get to the end of six months with me and realize nothing's changed. Yet it is on them to be willing to make those changes. And I understood this for myself. I was barely making it. I was really in a lot of debt. I was stressing out month to month how we were going to make our bills. I was freaking out and getting anxiety in the grocery line. And I just said, enough's enough. I'm unhappy and I've got to change. And that is when I invested I'm going to say this number out loud. At the time, it wasn't even as much as it got to. At the time, I made a $17,500 investment to get my first two coaching certifications. That, to me, felt like the scariest decision in the world. Let me tell you. That was scary. I was like, I don't even know how I'm going to make these payments. Because I'm barely making it right now. It was the biggest leap of faith I have ever taken in my life. And I just realized that bottom line, I either believe in myself or I don't. I either believe that I'm going to get a return on investment here. I either believe that I can step up and be a coach and get clients or I don't. And if I don't believe it, then I have to go back and I have to be happy with the decisions that I've made in life. And I wasn't willing to do that. I was not willing to go back to my old life and say I'm happy here. Because I knew that deep down I wouldn't be. So I invested the $17,500. As I was making payments on that and getting certified, a year later I realized what I really wanted and what I really needed in my coaching business was the ICF, which is the International Coaching Federation, and I wanted NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. And not only did I want Neuro Linguistic Programming at the basic level, I wanted it at the master level, basically the PhD level. So I turned around and spent another $10,000 to get my NLP practitioners, my ICF, and my master NLP practitioner. And 
let me tell you, being $27,500 in debt at the start of my business was scary. Some people say they make a change like this, they make an investment like this, and they never look back. I wish I could say that, but I did look back a couple times. I worried. Was this the right decision? Did I do the right thing? Is this going to pan out? And any time that I did that, I had to remind myself that what I really wanted was a new life. A life where I was coaching people, I was helping people, I was supporting people, I was working from home. There were a few major lessons that I took away from being in debt like that and making that investment in myself. And the first is that, you know, if you believe in a mission, if there's an end goal and you believe in that end goal, make the investment because that investment was the best thing I ever could have given to myself. I sit here today completely and totally debt-free and not only am I completely and totally debt-free, I have a totally new mindset around money, around investing in myself. I no longer have anxiety when I go to the grocery store. I actually enjoy spending money on myself and others. I get to give financial gifts that I never would have been able to give before. And I really truly believe that working on your money mindset does not need to take you making a massive $27,000 investment. It could, but that doesn't have to be your journey. That just was my journey to take that first step. And that first step for you might not even be an investment. It might be a first step in a new career that you've been dreaming about forever. It might be telling that person that you have feelings for them. Whatever that first step is for you, sometimes that first step is extremely scary and it will pay off when you believe that God has your back. God had my back, you guys. I'm living a more abundant life than I've ever, ever dreamed possible. And that's what I want for you. We're going to get into making decisions in every area of your life that can impact every area of your life for the good when you do decide that you're ready to take that first step in the right direction. So we're going to start out by talking about different contexts of life and we're going to rate these different contexts of life so that you can clearly see where you're sitting now and where you want to go. Why? Because having that in picture, having that vision, knowing your why you want something or why you're setting a goal, why you're working on your habits every day, you need that clear in picture to keep you motivated, to keep you going when the going gets tough. It's going to help you change unconsciously so that you're motivated to keep going every single day. All right? So let's get started. And your dream doesn't have to be that dream. Your dream does not have to be the same as mine. Yet if you have something in your heart that keeps coming up over and over and over and over again, it's time to listen to that dream. It's time to say, what if I do succeed? 
what if this is the best decision I've ever made in my life? What if this turns out to be the best return on investment I could have ever, ever imagined? That is the thinking that's going to get you moving in the right direction. I'm not saying do what I did. What I'm saying is look at your own life and say, you know, sometimes the scary thing is the right thing. Sometimes the thing where we're like, am I crazy for doing this? (laughs) The answer is you're crazy for not doing it sooner. Do it now. And that's the mentality that I had when I made this investment. Yes, I looked back a couple times. I have never looked back since. I want to tell you there's a turnaround moment (laughs) in this story for me. I started to see a return on my investment. I became so hooked on this work that finding the clients became easy because this was a passion of mine. I just truly want to help people and finding the people who were ready for change wasn't that difficult because I was walking the walk and I was making the changes in my life and I was just saying to anyone and everyone around me do you want to come with me are you ready to make changes too let's go and the reason why I'm telling you this story is because you know yes people are joking around about oh new year same old me it doesn't need to be that way. It really doesn't need to be that way. There can be a change with every step along your journey if you want there to be a change. You are in the driver's seat of your own life. So what we're going to do right now is we're going to take inventory of the context of life in your life. So you can look at those contexts of life and you can say, where am I so totally content and on fire and happy and loving this portion of my life and where in my life am I just not willing to settle for one more day and that's what I want us to do together right now because if you can have the courage if you can have the bravery if you can have the that crazy fire that says just do something just do something different Let's think about this. Let's ask our intuition. Will this pay off for me? Will this be a good investment for me? Will this be a good change for me? Should I quit that job that I hate going to? What does your intuition say? And if your intuition says yes, you better listen to your intuition because your intuition knows what it's talking about. Okay? You ready? What I'm going to need you to do right now is I'm going to need you to grab a pen and a piece of paper and if you're driving just listen you can follow along and do this in your head but if you're sitting down somewhere even if you're in your house kind of puttering around grab a piece of paper right now anyway grab a pen right now anyway you can still multitask because I know we all multitask it's what we do and come down and write down these numbers as they pop up for you it's going to be super quick and easy I promise I'm not going to make you sit down for 20 minutes this is quick we like quick and easy All right, so here's the different contexts of life. We'll just go one at a time. So I want you to write down the words physical, fitness, or health. Either one, whatever resonates. Physical, fitness, health. I want you to now scale that context of life in your head if you're driving or on your piece of paper from a scale of 1 to 10. A 10 is ultimate, optimum, perfect. 
Can't get better than that. There is no improvement for a 10. So if you're giving yourself a 10 for physical fitness and health, you better be able to run a marathon right now, okay? Then you can give yourself a 10. If you're like, there's room for improvement. I could get a faster time. Then you give yourself a 9. A 1 is bedridden. A 0 is dead. So you're listening to this. You're alive. Yay! (laughs) You're all alive today. Let's celebrate that. And no one's a 0. You're giving yourself a 1 if you're on your deathbed. You're on your way out. You're still alive. You're still here. You're still listening. But you are sick in bed. It's terminal. Anything in between is there's room for growth, but I'm not a zero, okay? That is physical health and fitness. Go ahead and rate your life. The next section, I want you to rate how you're doing in your finances. Do you stress out when you go to the grocery store like I did? Do you worry about how you are going to pay your bills like I did? Do you say no to everything in life because it might cost money like I did? If that is the answer, you're going to give yourself a low score. If you feel great financially, you're like, my financial health is better than it has ever been. Then again, think about where is there room for improvement? Are you an eight? Are you a nine? Nobody should be giving themselves a 10. Because look at the richest people on the planet. They still are driven to do more and do better. Okay? So how are you doing in your financials? Now, this next section of life, career and business. So if you have a career, you're going to put career. If you have your own business, you can put business. But I want you to think about how do you show up on a daily basis? Are you happy at work? That's the first thing I want you to think about. Are you happy at work? Do you lose track of time because you love your job that much? I lose track of time all the time. Yesterday, I have to tell myself to stop working. That is how much I love my career right now. I love my business right now. I worry that I'm going to not have good boundaries with work. That, to me, is passion, love, the fire in my belly that gets me up in the morning. If you are where I was at a few years ago and dreading going to work every day, crying on your way to work or breaking down, that's where I was. It doesn't even have to be that bad, but I would say that to me was a one. Anything in between, like I feel conflict at work or I don't like that I, I can't speak up at work, then you're, there's room for growth there, right? So just go ahead and rate your life right now, career and business. Next, I want you to rate your area of life with your love life, okay? Now, I want you to think of your perfect love life. Not everybody has the same vision of what a perfect love life is, and that's fine. We're talking about your love life. What does your picture perfect love life look like? Now, I want you to think about where you're at now. And what is that gap between that 10, that picture-perfect vision, and where you are now? So if what you're thinking about as perfect as 10, where are you? On a scale of 1 to 10 with your love life. Okay? Now we're going to move into spiritual development and 
personal development, spiritual development and personal development. So spiritual development is if you believe in anything outside of yourself, then how is your relationship with that? For me, it's God. How is my relationship with God? Some people say the universe and I'm okay with that. I really resonate with God, the word God, who God is to me. So just because I have a relationship with God does not mean I give myself a 10. Why? Because there is a massive area of growth for me in my spiritual walk. I feel like sometimes I'm hearing from God, sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I truly believe Well, actually, I've grown a lot in this area of my life, so I would say now I truly believe that God always has my back, but I didn't always think that. So again, rate yourself on your spiritual walk. How are you doing? And then personal development. How are you doing in that context of life? So personal development, you're here listening to this podcast, so the people who are zeros ones twos and threes are not even here on this podcast doing personal development so give yourself a round of applause give yourself some credit yet if you're like I listen to podcasts once in a while yet I really want to make more time for personal development books or journaling or therapy or life coaching I want to work on my personal development more then you're going to go ahead and give yourself a little bit of a lower score so you have room for improvement Okay, and this next one is fun, recreation, entertainment. It's all one category, fun, recreation, and entertainment. How fun is your life? And I'm pausing because I really want you to consider that. I had fun in my life when I went on vacation. And I still do because I really value travel. I love travel. I have a tattoo of the continents on my wrist. That's how much I love travel. Yet, if that's the only time my life is fun, I have to give myself a low score. Because I'm talking about your everyday life. How fun is it? Okay? Go ahead and rate yourself on a scale of 1 to 10. This next one, friends and family. How are your relationships with your friends or family? For me, when I first did this exercise, I had to give myself a low score because I was working so much and I was so stressed out all the time that I never made time for my friends and family. And my friends to this day, my best friends can attest to this. They're like a couple years where they didn't even see me. They're like, should we invite Rachel? Nah, she won't come. And that breaks my heart that that's where our relationship got. I had to have some sit-down talks with the people that actually really mattered to me and say, you do really matter to me in my heart and I'm so sorry my actions don't reflect that. That's going to change. And I had to give myself a low score for that. And then if, the, if you have any people in your life, in your family and friends where you have conflict constantly, give yourself a lower score. Okay? Last one. Physical environment. I didn't really get this one at first. When I first did this exercise, I was like, physical environment? Am I rating myself on like how messy my room is? I want you to go wherever your mind wants to go with this as far as am I talking about how cleanly your your office is? Because that's where my brain went. Yet now that I've done this work a lot, what I truly think that means is how happy are you at home? Seriously. 
Do you come home and you're happy? You love your physical space. You love the people in your space. Or do you come home and you're like, no, not this again. I cannot do this in this environment again. Then you're going to give yourself a lower score. Okay? So we have our context of life now and we have them rated. Why are we doing this? I should have told you why we were doing this a long time ago. Why we are doing this is because now that you have that number, you can see very, very clearly where your areas of growth are that you want to work on this year. So you're looking at that piece of paper with all your context of life on it. And I truly want you to consider what do I want to make changes on in this next year now that I can see and I'm connected visually and I'm aware of where I'm at with this number. If you were at a five, a six, a seven, there's room for improvement there. What is your ideal 10? We talked about that a little bit with love, but now I want you to go back and to consider that with each area of life. If you were able to give yourself a 10 in an ideal world, what would that look like? What does a 10 look like in your financial wealth? What does a 10 look like in your career and business? What does a 10 look like in your physical environment, your spiritual development, your love life, your health and fitness? What does that 10 look like? What does that 10 represent to you? When you have that super crystal clear picture of what your life will look like at a 10, you are now ready to set some goals. Because I'm telling you right now, if you try to set your goals before you do this exercise, that is where people fall off the wagon, they don't feel motivated, and they quit week two or three of the new year. Because they don't understand the vision. They don't understand the bigger picture of what they're working toward. You do. You're doing this exercise now and you're like, aha, I can clearly see what I want for my future. I can clearly see what I want for my life. Now I'm motivated to set some goals. And now I'll give you some specific examples. Let's say for health and fitness, if you gave yourself a five and you're like, I really want to be an eight by the end of this year. In fact, if you haven't done that, what do you want to be by the end of this year? Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Where do you want to be 12 months from now? And how big of a gap is that? Do you want to go from five to nine? That's going to be a bigger gap than a seven to a nine. And that is going to give you some clarity on what goals you're going to set in which context of life. So what you're going to do at the end of this podcast is you're going to go through those contexts of life and you're going to set some goals that are going to help you get to that next level, that next number, that perfect nine or ten that you want by the end of the year. What's going to help you get that? When you have that in mind, you will succeed at your goals, okay? I guarantee it. People try to do this backwards. They think that they know that they want to lose 10 pounds and then they really just don't change anything and don't make any changes. And that's why the new year gets a bad rap because people think they want something but they're not connected to what is the end picture and why do they want it. You're connected now to both the end picture and why you want it, okay? So now you're going to go back in after this podcast and you're going to set your goals for this new year with the end picture in mind. 
And I want to tell you that if you want support with hitting these goals this year, you're going to need to resource up. It does not need to be with me. Yet, I want you to think about what are the resources that are going to help you get to your goals. That is the key to success. Every single time in my life I've wanted something, I've resourced up. Okay? When I wanted to win a pageant, I hired a pageant coach. When I wanted to win a skating competition, I hired a skating coach. When I wanted to get in shape and lose weight, I hired a personal trainer. Resourcing up is the best investment you can ever make. It is the best investment you can ever make. I want you to consider if it's 4 o'clock and you told yourself at the beginning of the day that you were going to go to the gym after work. And now you're tired. It's been a long day. You got into a conflict at work. It's been emotional. It's been draining. You worked your tail off and you're tired. Uh, The person whose personal trainer is waiting for them at the gym is going to go. No matter what. They will find a way. They're like, I don't care. I got to drink a pre-workout and get over there. Because not only did I pay for this session, which can be very motivating for people. But now there's a guy or a woman they're waiting for me and I'm not going to let them down. I don't want them sitting, driving all the way to the gym to meet me and I just flake. No one wants to do that to somebody else. But how many times have you let yourself off the hook? Boom, truth bomb. So you resource up because if that personal trainer is there, guess what? You don't care how tired you are, you're going. Same with pageant coaching. Pageant coaching to me was the best investment ever because I really wanted to win a pageant in order to increase my influence and increase my platform. I just wanted to be able to do more with my community service projects. And I knew that in order to do more, I was going to need to win a pageant. And winning was not happening for me. And I was baffled by that. I'm like, I'm working so hard. I'm working so hard. My fitness is on point. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. But you know what? Sometimes an extra set of eyes can really help. So I hired a pageant coach and boom, 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 boom. She helped me work on my form. She told me, did you know you only swing one arm when you walk? (laughs) I had no idea. I had no idea I did that. I would practice my posing in the mirror, but I didn't notice that I was only swinging one arm when I walked. These are the things, the attention to detail that a coach outside of your body, outside of your situation is going to be able to see and help coach you through. And I'm not just talking about physical performance. You can hire a coach for any area of your life. And I would say, especially if you want to work on your personal development, your spiritual development, your mental health, it's time to hire a life coach. It's time to consider it. Consider it. Who are the life coaches that you know? It doesn't have to be me. Who are the ones that really positively impact you, that really speak to you out there in the social media universe? Connect with somebody who you know is going to be there for you and in your corner and in and championing for you to not only hit one goal in one context of life, but to hit all contexts of life, to hold you accountable to every area of your life right? Absolutely. So 
Now that you have your goals, I want you to write me and tell me what are you going to accomplish in 2021. If you do that, I'm going to give you a shout out on the next episode because I'm so excited to hear from you. So you, you can do this one of two ways. You can leave me a review and let me know. Rach, my goals are, and just tell me in the review section what your goals are for 2021. Or you find me on Instagram at coach underscore Rachel underscore Bailey and send me a message and let me know what are you so on fire to accomplish this year? What did this exercise show you? This scaling every context of life for you on a scale of one to 10, what did that show you and what are you going to do differently in 2021? Let's do it. I hope you're motivated. I hope you're on fire for life, on fire for your goals, excited for change because I've said it a hundred times and I'll say it every single day until the day I drop dead. This is your life. Life is a journey and you're in the driver's seat. I will talk to you guys next week. Make it a great one. Bye. Hey there. This week's episode of Life Coach In Your Pocket was brought to you by Keys to Wealth. Everybody deserves more wealth in their life, including you. If you want to feel more abundant and more empowered around money and you want more money in your life, do I have good news for you. I am doing five days of Keys to Wealth so you can learn where you're at now with your money, whether that be in debt or you have a savings account or you're looking to do more investments, whatever your money situation is right now. This challenge is right for you because we're going to look at where your money is currently and what your 2021 money goals are and we're going to close that gap together. So if you've been looking for a way to start coaching with me and you're not sure where to start, this is where to start. My five-day Keys to Wealth Challenge is coming up in January and it is only $37. That's right, friends. You can coach with me for five days for only $37. Sign up right now because I promise you these spots are limited and they will go quickly. You get VIP one-on-one coaching with me every day for five days so you can increase your wealth. So what do you got to do to sign up? You are going to go to bit.ly forward slash keys to wealth. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash capital K-E-Y-S capital T-O capital W-E-A-L-T-H bit.ly forward slash keys to wealth. And I'll go ahead and link that in the show notes. So all you have to do is scroll down, click on that link and sign up today and we can get started on our coaching journey together. Let's do it. Remember, you're in the driver's seat. Let's get started. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Life Coach In Your Pocket. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, or if you're looking to get involved in one of my coaching programs, you can reach me directly at coachrachelbailey.com. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.